0: Welcome to You Are Not A Goat. If you want to follow your passion and do what you love, this is the podcast for you. Without further ado, here's your host, Shlimy Zayans.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of You Are Not A Goat. My name is Shlimy Zayans and I'm your host. Welcome back to the show. So, it's been a few weeks since we've done a podcast. I'm sorry about that. I've been traveling, a lot going on in my life. There's a lot of good stuff coming up both on YouTube and in Ami Magazine. So, that is the reason why I have not been recording podcasts. It's funny because the last podcast I recorded was actually about consistency and, you know, keeping up with the schedule. But, unfortunately, I'm not perfect and I have not been very consistent. What's really nice is that I got a lot of positive feedback from the last podcast and somebody sent me a message which was very meaningful. It goes like this. The person writes, Hey, you wouldn't believe this. I was trying to set up an interview for a magazine for many months. The guy said he wants to do it, but then he started pushing it off and after a while he stopped responding altogether. So I gave up. Yesterday night, I listened to your latest podcast and decided to give it another try. Lo and behold, he responded, said he's ready and asked me for a date. So thanks. Anyway, this is the message I got. Thank you to whoever sent it to me. You know who you are. Really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, this person who sent me the message also let me know that the interview has been done and it went well. So I am really happy about that. I'm glad to see that the podcast is having an effect on people and it is making a positive impact on people's lives. So today's guest is Avi Ratner. He is an entrepreneur and musician. Founder and I believe the CEO of I'd Rather Be With My Dog, which is a women's clothing brand geared to dog owners. He has an interesting story. It's a quick interview, but a great interview. He will teach us how to start a business online on social media. And let's get right into it. Hey, Avi, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for coming on. So, Can you tell me a little bit about how you started your business and the story behind it?
0: Yeah, so I was a professional musician my whole life, and I wrote a song called I'd Rather Be With My Dogs Than Be With You, and the song kind of blew up in the dog world, and I thought... I should put this on a t-shirt and I started making t-shirts and I started an Instagram page and a Facebook page and over time it just evolved into what it is now.
1: So you're not a musician anymore?
0: I mean once a musician always a musician but it's not something that I do full-time it's just for fun.
1: I understand okay so you started putting this message I guess on t-shirts and what do you do today what kind of business do you have like it's I guess it's a clothing brand
0: yeah so it's primarily apparel Mm -hmm. um, and it's 90 percent e-commerce we do a little bit of wholesale to women's clothing stores and things like that but it's mostly running the uh, the branding and the e-commerce side of things and I have different employees who do different things from the ads and social media management and emails and all that kind of stuff
1: Right. And you also have a mission. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Right. So we donate um, 5 to 10 percent of our sales every month to various animal rescue causes. And then in addition, we also get directly involved with various emergency rescue cases that go on throughout the country. So every day something else hits the news about You know, a puppy mill, whether it's hundreds of dogs were saved from deplorable conditions or 300 German shepherds were found in the middle of nowhere in South Georgia. And so we'll go down and use our rescue contacts to help out and donate and use our social media influence to spread awareness and all that good stuff.
1: Right. That sounds awesome. And how long have you been doing this? Uh,
0: About five years. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So, can you tell me a little bit about the behind the scenes, like, you know, how you got into the manufacturing, how you uh, learned about that, and how you manage your business?
0: Yeah, so it was all trial and error. I We had a family friend who was in the t-shirt printing business, and I reached out to him, and I they had an artist on file, and I kind of just reached out and said, hey, this is my idea. This is what I want to do. And he started working with me and he recommended certain styles and certain materials and and different brands of blank t-shirts and things like that. And it just got started from there. And then it evolved into something more trendy for um, millennials and, and women by seeing what other fashion e-commerce retailers were doing. And I just looked at the manufacturers and our distributors to see what garments we could get a hold of and all that stuff. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of mistakes I made and, and, you know, you just keep learning every day. Speaking of mistakes,
1: can you share with us uh, some story where something went wrong and how you fixed it?
0: Oh yeah. Well, let's see from a, a manufacturing side or just anything.
1: Let's start with the manufacturing.
0: So two winters ago, uh, we have one of the most popular things we have is this type of sweater. It's a Sherpa. It's very, very warm, very, very soft. And we had about, I don't know, like $20,000 worth of orders for them. Let's say before, um, Black Friday. And okay. because the holidays, you know we tell people it's uh, things won't ship out for seven to ten days or or whatever it was, and and they knew that, and then all of a sudden, uh, the people that make the garment told us we're not going to have it till the end of December. and I when our distributor told us this, I said that's acceptable. Or what are you talking about? I mean, we've already placed the order for this stuff It was supposed to be here last week. We need this. Now we have all these customers waiting for, for their Christmas gifts. What are we going to do? So we started panicking and we started looking everywhere else throughout the country that we could get these. And it turned out that, uh, one of their manufacturing sites was actually about an hour and a half from where our warehouse was. So one of the girls that, you know, that, works in the distribution side she drove out there and she pleaded with them please we're one of your bigger customers we need this stuff you just whatever you can do to get this to us earlier so we were emailing hundreds of customers telling them there might be a slight delay don't panic we'll do everything we can it was it was not good for a good two weeks and then luckily we were able to just pick from this place and pick from that place and 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 ask customers if they would want a different color and it was not fun.
1: Wow, but it sounds like you did manage to get it under control in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, it all worked out.
1: That's good, okay. And you mentioned earlier, uh, pre-interview, that you're running the business out of a few places, meaning like you live in one place, your office is another place, and your manufacturing is in a third place. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all over, yep.
1: How do you uh, stay on top of all of that?
0: Well, so I have amazing employees and they run the warehouse extremely well um, and I'm pretty hands-off and they have the system down where they get into the order pages and, and they have it all down to a science where everything needs to go out when it needs to go out and, and this and that. And so I don't need to be involved. And there's, there's no reason for me to be in Atlanta, which is where I started the business and which is where the operations are. And then I also live part-time in New York and in Massachusetts, which is where my dogs are with my parents. So I go back and forth from there to here and I have a WeWork here. And as long as I have my phone and my computer, I'm able to, to get things done. That's awesome that you're
1: able to run things remotely and the next question would be, I did notice that you have a gigantic social media following. How did that happen and how do you leverage it to your benefit?
0: So it happened, there was, um, I don't know if you remember like four years ago, three years ago, there was an Instagram algorithm change where they no longer were showing things chronologically. So we, I started the page a year and a half or so before that happened, two years before that happened. So I was able to build up a substantial following organically before that change occurred. And before that change occurred, you could build up an organic following where, for example, we had, um, you know, some of our customers, when they would post pictures of them wearing our apparel, some of them would have 2,000 followers, 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers, and just organically, when people would see the post, they would go and follow you, and it happened. It just happened very, very organically with no nothing in the way, and Instagram getting in the way and trying to make you pay for followers and all that stuff like they do now. And uh, it was also more like an org- organic Google search where we would come up that if someone searched t-shirt or German Shepherd or Pitbull, we were we would just come up. So people would see us and follow us
1: right, but you still managed to grow the page significantly since that algorithm change, and what do yeah. you think the the secrets are to doing that now?
0: Um, it's it's one it's leveraging the the following that you have, so it's built into our business or into our our stick of with our customers where they post pictures of them wearing their apparel and that organically every day brings in followers because it brings in, um, you know, friends of, of the customers who want to buy it. So that's one way. The other is when you're running really good paid ads on Instagram and Facebook, you will get organic followers, or, or you will get people who see the ads who follow you because they want to, you know, be engaged with your brand. So that's important when creating ads. Um, You know, even if your goal is a sale or a lead, as long as the ads are good, then people will follow you and engage with your brand. And then also we do paid stuff where, you know, we'll advertise on golden retrievers of Instagram or German Shepherds of Instagram, and we'll, we'll pay them to post something, and that will bring in hundreds and hundreds of followers over time.
1: I see. And would you say that most of your business is coming directly from social media?
0: Yeah, almost all of it.
1: That's unbelievable. Are you running it personally or is there someone like, is there a manager for that?
0: I, I pretty much run the Instagram page, but one of my employees runs the Facebook page.
1: Okay. But we come up with
0: content together and a large portion of our day is, is coming up with content for both the pages
1: so you're saying like you'll sit and brainstorm for hours about what to post?
0: Not hours, but a fair amount of time. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. For, I checked or, out your, go for, ahead.
0: for example, like right now, we are posting about a certain dog whose story went viral.
1: Right. I saw and
0: that. Because, because of our influence, we're able to get in contact with these rescues um, faster than any normal person. And we'll get inside updates on what's going on. So the the page becomes a media source, like a news source for people, where we're posting things about the dog. And it's everything where we're checking their page, or you know, I'm talking to them, and they'll give us updates and pictures. And so we'll put content together um, about that, and 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 really rescue stories that we're working on.
1: I see. Now, I've I looked at your page. Uh, you have, I think, two hundred and sixty-seven thousand followers on Instagram, and yep. I I love your voice, like the voice you use in your posts. It's very creative and very like um, I don't know. It's just something something enjoyable to see. And I, you know, you're clearly doing the social media game very very well. Thank you. Okay, so my next question is, um. Do you actually, would you actually rather be around dogs than humans?
0: Yes. Most of the time.
1: Wow. Like, what would, what would, I don't know how to ask this question properly, but like, what could happen to someone's life that they'd want to be
0: so far away from humans? Well, well, I think it's, uh, it's a, something that starts from childhood. So if you've grown up around dogs and your parents are dog lovers and they've been part of your life, then you'll experience from day one the, the love that you get from a dog. That is just, it doesn't compare to anything else because they're dependent on you and they love you unconditionally. And it just, uh, it creates a bond unlike anything else. Really? And, uh, yeah, and, you know, dogs have been part of humanity's life for a long time in all different cultures. There are are hieroglyphics of the ancient Egyptians with greyhounds and and different, I mean, they've been around for a long time, and and humans have have loved dogs for a very long time.
1: I see, okay. And what would you say to somebody who is, thinking of starting a business or, or started a business is having a rough time. You know, what do you have? What are some of your tips for success?
0: The easiest thing to do is look at what your competition is doing and, and do it better or do it different. Um, so that's really how I got started. You know, I went to school for music and I didn't know anything about e-commerce or selling women's clothing. So I just went and looked at what the other brands were doing and that's that's where you have to start. Everything from the website layout, how it looks on the phone, the wording, the amount of paragraphs, um, their emails, their email sequences, what their social media is like, how engaged are they with their customers, are they responsive? All this stuff. That's that is the easiest, cheapest way to gather information and to make sure that you're you're doing things right. Um, and then also, you have to, in, in regards to your competition, you have to see where are they advertising? What are they doing? Or not even your competition, but other successful e-commerce brands. Look and see what they're doing and figure out how can you emulate that.
1: Got it. Okay. And the last question would be, if you could have a beer with anybody alive or dead, anyone throughout history, who would it be?
0: Oh. It would be Dwayne Allman from the Allman brothers, a rock band.
1: Okay. And why, why is that?
0: Uh, he's one of my heroes, one of my musical heroes. And he died when he was 24 in a motorcycle crash. So I never got to see him live with the band and it would just be a, uh, an unbelievable experience.
1: Right. And, uh, speaking of your, you spoke about your song earlier, is it available to be listened to anywhere?
0: It is. Yeah. If you just search, I'd rather be with my dog on YouTube, it'll come up.
1: Okay. I'm going to take a listen. Yep. Okay. Avi, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yep. And yep. good and, luck with everything. And if
0: whoever's listening, you know, you can check out, check us out. If I'd rather be with my dog on Facebook and Instagram and and the website is just I'd rather be with my dog.net and reach out anytime.
1: Okay, thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: All right, thanks again.
1: That was Avi Ratner from I'd rather be with my dog. I love the fact that he runs his business primarily on social media remotely. He can be working from anywhere in the world. That is a great, great, great thing. And I hope that perhaps one of you guys will start a business as well. Work remotely, online, on social media, from anywhere in the world. It's awesome. I do it, and you should too. In other news, I'll get, once again, I'm sorry that the podcast has not been available the past few weeks. I'm going to try to get better at that. I hope to have one next week as well, and the week after, and the week after. Stay tuned. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends about it. Please leave us a review. If you leave us a review and I review and I will. If you leave us a review and I read your review on the podcast, I will send you a gift card. This week's review comes from Matukza, who says, Great content and production. Listen to this if you want to live a better life. Thank you, Matukza. Please contact me if you want your gift card. You are not a goat at gmail.com. You can write to me on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. Please contact me i will give you the gift card additionally if you are not yet following us on facebook instagram twitter please follow us at you are not a goat you can follow my personal journey through life as well at xusudo.chusidel on facebook twitter and instagram follow the youtube channel subscribe to that both the podcast youtube channel and my personal youtube channel a lot of travel vlogs coming up good content there's a video that i put up about my trip to egypt mount sinai if you didn't see that yet check that out i'm going to put the link in the description And see you all next week. Have an awesome week, an awesome summer. And I look forward to seeing you back. Bye-bye.
0: You are not a goat. The podcast for you.